Hi there, I'm Jolyn McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering today's questions, we have with us Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pivani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Jolyn. How are you? Good, thanks. Okay, question number one, Phil. This is from Stephen in Florida. He says, Phil, we know that tax policy will play a big role in the election. What do you know about the Biden tax policy as it pertains to corporations and could affect the market? Good question. So, you know, in the middle of this uh, coronavirus, we forget that it's also an election year. And, uh, you know, look, we since 1950, uh, corporate tax rates in this country have trended downwards. I think they topped out in the 60s at about a 50 percent tax rate. And they're at a historic low uh, today at, at 20 percent. Um, so uh, the Biden policy, um, basically, if, if you go back to the 2017 tax reform law, uh, it dropped corporate tax rates uh, from 35 percent uh, down to 21. And it remained at 35 percent really throughout the whole 2000s and then, and then most recently going down to 21 percent. Uh, Biden's been out uh, proposing a 28 percent corporate tax rate. Um, and also, interestingly, a 15% minimum tax rate on large corporations. You know, you hear about companies like Amazon, uh, General Electric, et cetera, paying, you know, basically zero in corporate taxes. Uh, so, you know, I, I think when you look at the trend long term of corporate taxes going down, and don't forget, not just large corporations uh, are, are affected by this tax. You know, 95% of America's employers, which are small businesses, whether they're subchapter S corporations or C corporations, uh, also, you know, uh, could could have to pay these taxes. Uh, so I would think that a rise uh, in the corporate tax rate uh, is probably likely, although historically uh, it's been very it has not been done, uh, you know, and, and, and since since the 1950s, uh, it has not gone up. So a very interesting time uh, for this. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. I think the markets are actually interpreting slightly higher corporate tax rates long term. If you look at the rally in stocks, uh, when the Trump administration came into office, uh, I, I think that it really helped corporate earnings by about 10%, uh, which definitely had a, a, you know, a positive impact on stock prices. Uh, looking towards the other way, as we get closer uh, through the summer, I think the markets at some point uh, you know, might, might start to worry about this, uh, should they interpret you know, the outcomes to be different uh, than they expect. Thank you, Bill. Okay, question number two, Mike. This is from Alan in Albany. What effect does the 30-year mortgage at 3% have on long-term bank profitability? It's a really good question, Alan. And it goes into two different metrics. You can really talk about this from a planning perspective with 30-year mortgages and borrowing money, or you can talk about it straight, you know, earnings from bank profitability. So, um, you know, realistically from the, the borrowing side, Rates this low are incredibly positive for the U.S. economy. The 30-year mortgage dipped below, on average, across the country 3% last week. And that's the first time it's really ever been there. Um, what's actually really interesting is that the historical spread between the 10-year Treasury and the 30-year mortgage is still wide. 
Um, historically, it's been around 1.7, 1.8%, and it's still close to 2.5% because the 10-year treasury is only 60 basis points. So if these spreads continue to tighten, then mortgage rates still actually have room to go down as low as they already are because the 10-year treasury is six-tenths of 1%, which is incredibly low. From a bank profitability standpoint, it's not a rosy picture. Um, yes, the real estate market in certain areas of the country has and probably will remain robust because you know people are rushing out of the cities and demand for mortgages has been really good because rates have been so low. But J.P. Morgan just reported its lowest net interest margins, I think, ever really on record um, because interest rates have gone so low. Banks traditionally make money on that spread, the spread between the 10-year treasury and what long-term uh, mortgages are. And, you know, when, when interest rates come down, their net interest margins come down with it. So what will probably be happening over the course of time is an erosion of bank profitability. Um, you can have a number of banks, the larger banks, ironically, uh, welcome back financial crisis. Not, not really, but this is kind of, you know, one of the things that people talk about is the big banks will likely get bigger because banks and financial institutions are largely going to make their money on trading profitability and stuff like that because they can't make it from traditional banking operations because net interest markets are so narrow. You're probably going to see more consolidation of banks, some small banks not necessarily make it, but the bigger banks will probably become bigger as a result because they have more diverse operations. So lower net interest margins and lower mortgage rates are not necessarily good for banks. Good for the consumer though. So. Okay, thank you both for answering this week's two questions. If you have a question you'd like to submit, email us at info at focuswealthmgmt.net. Stay safe and we'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you.